0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: I mean, I think it's very important to come out here and have somebody come into our home and show people who can do, because they got something to prove just as well as we do. So it should be a good game, good physical game. Try to come out with a win.
0: It's just playing for the love of the game, right? I mean, uh, you really shouldn't need a crowd of screaming fans to get you going. I mean, if you're out there on that field, you should be wanting to compete, wanting to show that you're here for a reason and that you want to be one of the best of the best in your position and uh, really just have a competition one-on-one against the guy across from you. And we're back here on the Husker Line Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett now taking your questions in the mailbag as you heard Mark Markel Smuke and Matt Farniak talking about Uh, What they're looking forward to this week, Robin, and the first question here in the mailbag has to do with running back. Is Ronald Tompkins injured? Is he okay? What's his status for the week? I can tell you he missed some time at practice last week and did not make the trip. I mean, that's really what it came down to. You don't practice, you don't travel. And and, and Any more that you can add from Scott Frost on that topic from Thursday, Robin?
1: Yeah, actually, he did confirm that uh, Ronald will be back in the mix. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. Is he now the number two again? Uh, Obviously, Marvin Scott took over that duty. He only got three carries for 14 yards against Northwestern. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I don't know. He didn't clarify what that meant, but he said that Ronald Thompson will be available and will likely play uh, against Penn State. The little
0: we saw of Scott, though, I mean –
1: Yeah, Scott actually said, Scott Frost said that Marvin looked really good in that limited workload. So, uh, you know, certainly you know, if you want to try to find silver linings, that was definitely a good start.
0: All right, next question. Can this offense be fixed and be better this year? Sure. And I think a lot of it, Robin, starts with eliminating the mental mistakes and staying on schedule. Very few offenses are built to operate off schedule, unless you have Justin Fields or somebody freakish, or you have really good receivers that can win a lot of – 50-50 50-50 type matchups. And in Nebraska's case, they don't have at least the developed experienced receivers to, to win in those situations, and Martinez has been a little slower with his decision-making and then obviously the penalties. So I think it starts with eliminating the penalties.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, as much as people hate hearing this, uh, all the things are the biggest issues Nebraska's dealing with right now. They are truly fixable. If Nebraska stops committing self-inflicted penalties – every one of their touchdown drives this year, they did not commit a penalty on that drive. And so it's a pretty easy to figure out equation that if you play clean football and don't set yourself back up with penalties, your likelihood of scoring goes dramatically up. So, yeah, I mean, if, if they can figure out a way to not be their own worst enemy for once, uh, I think that this uh, th- there's a lot higher ceiling than what we've seen so far.
0: Cam Juergens did not travel to Northwestern. Um, I was told this week in Beatrice it's a foot injury, possibly, um, Turf toe, I speak in Beatrice every Thursday, so really leaned on the community for some insight. and um, Sources. A lot, lot, of, lot of lead professionals from the Beatrice community, but I, I believe a turf toe type thing has bothered him, and I think there's a chance we could see him Saturday. A lot of it's going to be a game-time feel, though, don't you think, Robin?
1: Yeah, especially with an injury like that. A lot of it's just pain tolerance. And so, I mean, if he's feeling good and thinks that he can play, he's going to play because, you know, Scott Frost said that they need they need him out there as, as well as far, Matt Farniak played, or at least they, they felt that he played, at center, um, they know that their offensive line is better when both those guys are out on the field together. So if Jergens can go, they're going to let him go.
0: Now, Robin, you were at practice Thursday um, on the Zoom. On the at Zoom, least. yeah. <laughs> you were I not. Wish, at I practice, wish I was at practice. But Sevion Morrison, what it's got for us? What's the latest on him?
1: Apparently, he's been dealing with injuries. Uh, he, he obviously did not uh, travel. He hasn't played a snap yet this season. Um, they're not it's not anything significant. He said it's just kind of lingering minor issues right now. So, you know, I think that they're still hopeful that they can get him involved at some point this season, but that's been the holdup on him so far. It's just, just injury related.
0: You're listening here to the Husker online show. Will we see more Xavier Betts? I, I think that's a no-brainer. I think all those receivers are going to play more Robin. Um, and I think they know that they have to get these guys out. And these coaches know it's their job to get them ready to play.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, you look at the freshman receivers. Marcus Fleming has played 51 snaps, so and he's their second leading receiver in terms of yards and catches. Uh, then there's Alante Brown, who's played 32 snaps but has one catch for 16 yards. Betts is right behind him with 11 snaps, two catches for 17 yards. Omar Manning, four, rep, or four snaps, no targets. So, I mean, there's a lot of room for those guys to get more involved, and they need to get more involved for this passing game to, to be what it needs to be.
0: All right, here's an interesting question. Should Wisconsin, assuming they play the next five games – should they still be eligible to be in the Big Ten championship game? And, you know, obviously you don't think they should, but they will be. And they've already got a rule in place. If you play six divisional games, and let's face it, Robin, there's going to be more cancellations. Uh, But if they beat Michigan this weekend, they're in really good shape to win the division. I mean, that's just the reality of it, especially if they can get the head-to-head. The head-to-head over Northwestern now is probably the biggest game on the schedule for Wisconsin.
1: Yep, yep. It's convenient that they, you know, the two games they missed were against Nebraska and Purdue, but – You know, it's the rules that were in place. When you have a schedule that allowed zero room for flexibility, you just got to kind of play this year for what it is. And we all knew that there was a high likelihood the games would get canceled. And that's obviously played out so far. So, I mean, it's just the reality. The idea that every team is going to play, you know, eight, nine games, probably not going to happen. So there's, you know, if they can get the, the required number of games in, then they have every right to be in the Big Ten Championship.
0: You're taking your questions here in the mailbag. Here's another one. Um, why don't we see more triple option? It worked in the little bit that we saw it against Ohio State. And I don't know if it's that simple, man. I I think that the triple option, yeah, it worked in, against Ohio State, but you really have to rep and practice that a lot. And yeah. how, how much time – when you only get, say, 20 minutes in a team period, how much of that 20 minutes do you want to dedicate doing that? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You have to dedicate your – your design team reps, whatever it is per day, maybe 30 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, whatever that time is that you get, you've got to dedicate it to what you're going to do. And you can't just say we're going to really focus on triple option even though we may not run it this week it's yeah. got to be a big part of what you do
1: right it, it can be a wrinkle here and there but to sit there and like suddenly shift like heel to pivot your your offensive philosophy especially with so many young guys i mean you got these young wide receivers that are still trying to figure out your real offense let alone some you know change of pace thing like I think that's almost doing yourself a disservice because uh, every practice rep you get is so valuable to get these guys caught up, uh, especially with how crazy this offseason has been.
0: When will fans lay off a shenander? And you know, I think it's a fair question. Um, I, I just think Nebraska fans, we've been in this kind of rinse-repeat mode of always being mad at coordinators. And you know, the defense has had its moments the last two years, but they've played better this year. And I, I hope people recognize that this defense – Despite the fact they lost four NFL guys from a year ago, they're playing better ball right now. I mean just go look or go back and
1: listen to our second last segment that we did where we're praising almost every level of the defense and how much potential that group has. Now special teams? Yeah, that's that's a different story and, you know, I guess it's it's been somewhat better. Field goals aren't nearly the adventure that they were a year well, ago. But they still
0: miss one of them 40.
1: Yeah, they did. But for by and large, I think Culp has been serviceable uh, and you know the punting team that was a different story they were terrible last week uh, so I mean obviously some things to fix up there but defensively uh, we've I think they've improved in all three levels of the defense and like I said they played well enough for them to win Saturday and that's all you can ask for especially in a Scott Frost program
0: next question when's the last time you felt like Scott Frost's offense looked like Scott Frost's offense and for me <sighs> Illinois Illinois when Martinez went for three something and ran for over a hundred Indiana at the beginning before the fumble, I thought that's what it, you know, when the way Vedral ran that offense and moved it down the field, like a little point guard almost that's getting rid of the ball quickly, that's what it's supposed to look like. And we've only seen it a few times. Um, and over
1: Minnesota's first year.
0: Minnesota and Illinois' first year. Michigan State, that game was a win, but it didn't look like it. No. But, not at all. Um, you know, I, you just think about last year, the Iowa game, they had the ball at midfield to win the game. And. They couldn't do that, and not only did they mis-execute that situation, they allowed Iowa to have time to win the game.
1: Yeah, And Again, I think that, that goes back to the overall issue about this team is they don't know how to win, and it's kind of the chicken-the-egg thing. Do you need to win to build confidence, or do you need to have the swagger and confidence to win? And Right now, I think they just need to find just victory. win. Yeah, and do it two weeks in a row. If you can have consecutive weeks of that winning feeling, that is such a culture lifter and changes your entire outlook on
0: everything. You know what they call that? A win streak from Major League. <laughs> yep, you get one, that's one. Two, you get three, that's a win streak. Yep. All right, old final old question, a little lighter here. Favorite Thanksgiving side dish? I know we're getting close to Thanksgiving, and unfortunately many of us won't get to have probably our traditional big family Thanksgivings where your Aunt Betty brings some side dish that you really like. Mine would be my mom's spaghetti corn and then mm. stuffing. Those are my two favorite ones. Nice.
1: I'm a huge mashed potato guy, uh, mashed potato and gravy. Uh, But a sneaky uh, B option would be deviled eggs. I don't know what it is, but I could eat probably a dozen deviled eggs in one sitting.
0: And we are going to, Rob and I are going to have Traeger smoke-offs this year with our turkeys. Yep.
1: Yep. Sean's got a better Traeger than I do though, but you know, I'll, I'll make do with what I have, and I'll bet you it's going to be good.
0: I'm looking forward to it um, and watch a little football on, on Thanksgiving. But, all right, when we come back, Nate Klaus will join us on the show. We'll talk recruiting with Nate. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show.